0: The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. and welcome back to the tsf entertainment channel it is your boy retro cg and i am joined by miss really BTV tv in the house what's up my girl what up what up how you doing i'm good
1: unfortunately it's my last day of vacation but it's all good it's all good
0: tell me about it these last moments of enjoyment (laughs) right Back to the work life. That's
1: moments of peace before you go back to the real world.
0: Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. So we're over here to talk about the best man, the final chapters. We're on episode three. It's called The Brown Girl Dreaming. I'm going to hit you with that intro real quick. And we'll be back to break down this episode for you guys. Welcome back to the channel. All right, so we're on episode three, Best Band, the final chapters. How are you feeling about it so far? Um, I'm 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 here for you
1: know this episode fast forwarded. So I, I, they're moving the story along, and I'm here for that. Like I'm cool with that.
0: Are you? I don't enjoying... know. If I'm cool
1: with the direction that the stories are going in, but Uh-oh. I like the fact that they fast forwarded us.
0: Uh oh, yeah, they did fast forward and that was one of the things that we originally uh had concerns about or questions about uh right. starting off in 2014. So what it appears to be, um the events of Best Man Holiday uh started us off in the first two episodes. Right. And so now we're at 2015, 16. Uh, I think what five years for now.
1: Yeah, we're, we're 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 2021. We're we're like Post-pandemic now. Okay. Yeah, we done we went through Obama, Trump, pandemic. We're like, we're like them coming, everybody coming out of the pandemic, right?
0: I like how they mashed that up because they gave us uh, a glimpse of things that were happening in the real world during those times.
1: Right, plus right. Plus things that
0: were happening in the Best Man universe as well. The things that were going on with them, like Harper.
1: Give us I, a
0: timeline. Yeah, they gave us a timeline because I think Harper's trying to put out a new book. Robin's Nest, which is her uh, her her food kitchen thing. Um, Candice is working on her PhD, and right. uh, Quentin is dealing with coming into managing the family brand. And I think we even seen where uh, he was having some struggles with, uh, you know, the shutdown. You know, yeah. and how it affected his business.
1: Yeah, they had just opened up a brand new uh, resort in France. And it was like the first time that company had gone into France or something like that. And then it closed, you know, because of COVID, it closed.
0: And then we're looking at Shelby, who is uh, kind of doing a, 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 a rebranding of herself. She, We see that she's less focused on the housewife thing and she's growing her brand. Yeah. Uh, we see Jordan is continuing to build her uh, pathway to success with her career. She's producing a new show um, called The Culture, which it's a uh, Black host hosted show. It's um, like The
1: View. It's like a yeah. Black View or like The Talk or whatever. Yeah. But it looks like what happened was she had hired this Black woman to have her own show and then had to cancel the show, but still gave her a slot on this variety type show.
0: And we see that she is dealing with the fallout of that right. because it looks right. like she ended up having to drop uh, the uh, lady that she had casted for the show. And I think we well, were trying- go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Ma.
1: Oh well, what I was saying, what, what I was thinking, and I could be wrong. It looks like it's, when you you saw where she had hired this black woman. I guess she was supposed to be like a Gail King type person or Tamron Hall and gave her her own show. But then the network either canceled the show or they had to cancel the show. And she still found a way, like she was giving her a job and people were still like, you know, black Twitter was coming for her. Like she's a sellout and she was doing wrong by, you know, by this black queen or this journalist or whatever. And in her mind, she was like, but I saved her. Like, yeah. The network, you know, the network, but I, maybe I misunderstood that, but that's how I kind of read that.
0: We also see where Lance is kind of struggling to find his place now. Poor uh, Lance. Because, he just yeah. don't know where he want to go. He's selling used cars. Wow. <laughs> he's trying to do sports talk. <laughs> oh, uh, he's trying to do uh, cologne commercial. He tried to
1: kill Stephen Smith.
0: Well, I can't say that I blame him for that. <laughs> Steven well smith listen can be a steven, a handful.
1: steven smith will pull will take you to that breaking point
0: yeah he's a bit of a handful <laughs> yes, he is. we see that he's trying to do uh cologne commercials and it's interesting that he kind of reached out to jordan for a little bit of advice on you know what should be his next move career-wise and she's like listen i'm in the middle of pre-production You know, I really don't got time to focus on you. Can you find somebody to be your sounding board right now? Because I got some things I got going on over here. And I ain't really got time to help you figure out what your next move in life. She's like, you got money and everything. Find something that you're passionate about doing. Mm -hmm. Build off of it. We also get introduced in this episode, uh, Lance Jr., which is his oldest son. And we see that he's an intern for Jordan. And so, uh, we're starting to get a little bit more of uh, what direction they're going with Lance's character. It seems like his father wants him to follow in his steps as far as being um, a football player. Mm-hmm. You kind of see, you kind of see, Lance is not really interested. For yeah, he he's good, really but it doesn't
1: look like that's his passion.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look like that's his thing. It almost looks like he's trying to do it to appease his father. Yeah. So is that safe to say that he's more so interested in um, getting into television? And, you know, because he's doing an internship with Jordan. So I
1: think he might be trying to figure it out. I don't know if he has the answer yet, but I, I think that I think that he has decided that football isn't his passion.
0: Yeah. Well, we could see that. We could just see that by his mannerisms when uh, the trainers came over to the house and everything and, you know, they was telling him what he needed to work on for his game. You could just see the look on his face that he didn't seem to be too like, yeah, whatever. Right. Right. So I'm interested in seeing where they're going to go in that direction. Let's talk about Robin and Harper. We continue to see uh, them trying to find what direction they're going with their marriage and their individual careers. It almost seems like at this point, their individual careers are kind of clashing with the marriage, per se, on what they want to do. Robin seems to be want to be more involved in community things, giving back. Um, she's doing different type of outreach things with her food kitchen. And Harper is really wanting to, which we've seen this from the best man. So we know this is not something new for Harper's character. Harper is wanting to take his writing in a different direction he wants to be renowned more so as not that author that writes those controversial type books but he wants to sit on a panel that he's a well respected author he's
1: and the thing is he's kind of always said that like you go back to the best man and he's kind of always said that he doesn't really want to do this genre
0: yes it's it's what's made him money and it's what's made him popular but now he wants to grow beyond that and I don't necessarily right. think that's a selfish move. That's called growth.
1: Yeah. And I think what I think that I think they're doing a really good job of showing us, you know how, you know how you meet couples and you're like, oh my gosh, they're the perfect couple, or they really got it going on, or they're blah, blah, blah. And then 10, 15 years later, they're telling y'all that they're getting a divorce. And you're like, wait a minute. But I thought y'all had everything. You had the good career and the kids and the money. And y'all always look looked like y'all were happy. And I think. I honestly think that's kind of what we're seeing with the two of them they're doing a really good job of showing us how they're growing apart yeah they, they're and it's not that anybody's doing anything wrong like nobody's cheating nobody's being disrespectful they're just literally evolving in different directions and their priorities are different harper wants to move out of Harlem. he wants to get a a, a bigger house he said i want more space and i want to put my kid in a better school district and you know he wants to move to the Upper East Side and you know Sanaa Lathan's character wants to stay in Harlem because she's like you know this is where I'm you know how important it is for me to be in the community and be basically be in this space you know she wanted to move permanently to the islands right so she's already compromised because she really wanted to move and you see it fast forward five years and they didn't move yeah they might not even ever been back who knows but um we see that she
0: did say that in the last episode that what if we just stayed here permanently yeah i forgot about that
1: yeah she wanted to move she she and he told her we will you know we'll think about it but you could tell he never really took that seriously he was kind of like yeah right moving here yeah and she was like but i really you know this is where i feel alive and you know the being around the people and the food and the the sounds and the smells and she was really passionate about it and he was like yeah right we are not moving Child by, we are not you know like it was real you could just see it on his face that he was not serious about it he was just pacifying her and even with the same thing with the house you know she has no interest in moving into that house at all yeah. but
0: she was not feeling going that. to kind of
1: give in right you know she's going to kind of give in to sort of pacify him because they do still love each other and she wants to make him happy even at the expense of what makes her happy but He's not wrong for wanting to move into to a better neighborhood and a better house and a better school district, but she's not wrong for wanting to stay in Harlem and say, hey, just because we can afford to don't mean we have to. You know what I mean? Like neither one of them are wrong.
0: And this is a if real I- and this is a real life topic that a lot of marriages, yeah. do with, especially when you are dealing with marriages where both have individual careers and individual career goals that sometimes there is no compromise, even though marriage is all about compromising. But if you have a vision where you want to grow and go, as far as your career is concerned, and the other person that you're married to has a vision and a career and a goal and where they want to go, and if they don't kind of meet in the middle, then somebody's going to have to sacrifice. Somebody's yeah. going to have to sacrifice in order to bring peace to the marriage. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing with them because if. He does get this house. It's not because she really wanted it. It's because, like you said, she's compromising her her own happiness in order to please him. If right. they don't get the house and stay in Harlem, then he's compromising his wishes and dreams just to make his wife happy. So we right. do see where this could possibly pull them apart. And I think that's a very and I think we're seeing thinking- a lot of marriages face. Absolutely.
1: And I think we're seeing something similar with Munch and um, with his wife, but it's different. We're seeing, again, we're seeing them going through the growing pains of her, again, evolving. She's in school getting her, you know, PhD. She's getting into holistic, you know, holistic medicines. You know, she was like, not just, you know, not just marijuana, but I'm looking at all different types of, like, holistic you know medicines and again you see where much is sort of picking up the slack taking the kids to practice picking the kids up from school you know going to the recitals while she's really it's almost like a role reversal of the traditional idea of marriage right he's basically and he's working it's not like he's sitting at home all day but he's picking up a lot of that slack so again we you can sort of see the kinks and what they have not again not something that can't be worked out and fixed but we're seeing the kinks and seeing how they're just sort of settling into this space. And if they don't communicate about how they're feeling and talk about it, it's, it can fester and blow up. And the next thing you know, it's divorce, you
0: know? But the difference in what we see with Merch and Candace is true support. Merch is yeah. truly supporting her in her endeavors in trying to go back and get her PhD. I agree and the holistic medicine and all that he's actually supporting that so there's not a push and pull with them you know it's like hey what can i do to help you out babe i got you i got the kids you know i'm gonna take her to uh, violin practice you know i'm gonna do whatever i can to do to make what you're working on so you keep focused right you can keep focused because ultimately at the end of the day the goal is for her to kind of take it to the next level And they really did a very good job with her character. They have really did a really good
1: job. I think they're doing a good job because that's, I mean, you've been married. I haven't, but that happens and I've seen it happen. Like, I mean, like I just said, I've seen that happen with my friends. And, you know, obviously you, I mean, not to get in your business, but obviously you went through something because you don't, people don't get married to get divorced. So I think they're doing a good job of showing that progression.
0: You know what I'm saying? Especially in young young marriages. When you get married at an early age and you grow with that person, one of two things are going to happen. Either you two are going to grow together as a couple or you're going to grow apart. And if you if you if you are a person that's used to having a certain level of independence and being able to make your own decisions without incorporating other people's feelings. It's kind of hard when you have that person that stands beside you, that walks with you, that you have to take into consideration their feelings. You have to take into consideration on how your actions affect theirs. And I think that was one of the biggest issues in my marriage is lack of compromise. And sometimes you see an opportunity that's best for you, and that's all you see. You get tunnel vision and say, hey, you don't want me to grow or you don't want me to have a uh, opportunity that's good for me but is it an opportunity that's just going to be good for me as an individual or is this opportunity going to be good for us as a marriage as a couple as we grow together and they are doing a very good job showing that how the inner lives between these couples that we met back in the 90s now here in 2022 23 whether they're growing together or they're growing apart and I think what we're seeing with merch and Candice's characters—they're growing together. What we're seeing with Harper and um, Robin—they're—they they look like they're growing apart. They do look like they're growing apart, and it's not because we don't love each other. It's because our focus is on our our careers and where we want to see those go, mm-hmm. and the marriage is kind of in the middle of that. And until one of them pulls back from growing their career, we're probably going to see this tug of war between the two of them. Yeah. And the biggest part about it is they have a child because we saw Harper's reaction to her taking their daughter, Mia, to the protest. Right. And he wasn't feeling that. And I can't say that he was wrong for that.
1: I was going to say, I was I was with him 100% on that one. I mean, first of all, you take the child to the protest and then you're so worried about being right that you don't take into consideration that your child is watching you get arrested and watching you be manhandled now you were you might have been right the police may have been wrong 100 but in that moment that was right sometimes it's not a you don't sometimes it's not about winning the argument if you really lose and in that case i feel like she really lost because now you created a fear like we all know that this world is dangerous when it comes to black people and the police like we get it, and and I and I believe that parents have, especially Black parents, have a responsibility to their kids to let them know. Yes, the police are there to help us. Yes, the police are a resource, but also let them know you have to act in a certain way. Unfortunately, so I do believe that that's a responsibility of Black parents. But what I also feel like is that that that's not the way to teach them that lesson. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. I just didn't a, early, a young age yeah yeah because again taking kids to a protest I mean kids that's I'm not so upset about that part but it's the part where because it sounded like there was a point where she could have de-escalated and she did when they were arguing after he picked her up and he said um you know you something he said to her and she was like well that cop didn't have any rights that cop didn't he he was wrong and that cop didn't um he didn't have to, the way she, in my opinion, the way she said it made me feel like there was a point where she could have de-escalated or walked away and she chose not to because she felt like she was right. I mean, did you get that? Maybe I, maybe that's me.
0: That's exactly the way I felt because even though they didn't show us the scene of the protest, but you have to imagine and think that once you saw that the police was involved as a responsible parent, you would probably need to say, hey, you know what? The police is getting involved. Let me and my child let me remove me and my child from this situation because I don't know where this is going to go next. I don't, I don't have control of the situation anymore. So I agree with Harper's reaction to the thing. Um, she seemed to, and this goes back to what I was saying about, you know, she is just so focused. She has tunnel vision on, it's all about what she wants to do but she's not really thinking about the repercussions that it's going to have on her husband, her husband's career, her own career, and the effects that it could have on her daughter. Um, Because at an early age, seeing your mother or a parent getting arrested by the police and living in the world that we live in right now, that, you know, Black people are at risk at any point in time that they are involved with law enforcement, you know, that could have had a drastic uh, outcome on that child's perception of the police going forward and could make problems for her at a later age now if this child was a little bit older a teenager and, and, and shared her mother's passion and vision about this then that was a choice that that child was allowed to make mm-hmm. but making that choice for that child at such, a, such an early age and not even consulting with your husband about it and he having to go pick you up from the police department I can understand mm-hmm. Harper's reaction to that I would have reacted the same way but we see Robin was just, she she ain't budging.
1: But in, the, but in the end, she did agree to move into the bigger house. But again, it's not what she really wants. And so I think, I mean, of course, I haven't watched further, but I think that we're not done with that. Because again, she I feel like she gave in because ultimately, I think she felt guilty because she knew that maybe she was wrong and maybe she went a little too far, even in the argument. I think maybe she went a little too far in her mind. You know, she might have felt like that, so it was like, okay, you know what? Let me just go ahead. We are gonna move
0: and give in, you know,
1: give him what he wants. You know, and so I so I, it's she didn't agree because she changed her mind. She agreed to end the argument.
0: Exactly, exactly. But I, I, I kind of agree with you on that. I think that we haven't seen the end of this re, this whole house thing. I think that there's going to be a, a reaction, a delayed reaction to all this later on mm-hmm. down the line, that. And that this is a perfect example of how if things aren't dealt with in real time, they can fluster and it mm-hmm. leads to bigger arguments, bigger disagreements on down the mm-hmm. line because you really didn't want to move to this place. Now that yeah. we're here, you know, it's going to be a big argument later on down the line about this house. Where well, I really didn't want to move here to begin with. So I think that right there, giving in that moment is not going to uh give them a happily ever after scenario yeah. I think we're going to be uh it's an argument again about this household situation right I agree.
1: now on the flip side I love what we saw with Quentin and Shelby I love that what we I, I was almost expecting to see fast forward five years and to see them in this apartment throwing shit at each other and hollering and arguing but I love it again I'm, I haven't seen further but in this moment fast forwarding five years, they're in a good space. Like he's struggling. He's, you know, stressed out about the business, you know, being in trouble. I mean, he, when we saw them at when they, when the fellas were playing poker, he was like, I damn near went bankrupt. Like I damn near lost all of it. And you know, my dad turned it over to me and I'm basically screwing it up. And what I, what I, what I, it was interesting is that he didn't make any excuses for himself. He didn't say, well, you know, I did go through this pandemic and well, you know, when my dad did, did no, he was like, I it up. And she was 100% there and supporting him. She wasn't making no smart comments. She wasn't like, well, I tried to, t-. it was like, we saw the exact opposite of what, almost what I really expected to see with them. And I was, I'm here for it. Like, I appreciate, again, we see the growth. And, and like what I said to you off, offline, when you finally let that guard down and you finally say okay you know what i'm gonna open my heart i I, i'm scared (laughs) you know been hurt before but i'm gonna open it up it's a lot of that other extra shit goes away the the combativeness the pettiness the it goes away because all of that was part of the the protection you had up You know what I'm
0: saying? It also gives me a different outlook on the last two episodes where we were kind of like, you know, Shelby's doing the most. Yeah, yeah. But it kind of almost makes it seem like, you know, she truly was in love with this man. She truly didn't want to let him go. I was here for how their characters have grown. Because I I expected a Cookie and Lucius type situation. Right, Cookie and Lucius. Maybe that's why
1: I was expecting to see them throwing shit at each other or something but it, it almost makes me like ask myself how hard would you be willing to fight like right. if you knew you you knew you how you felt about this person and you knew in your heart of hearts that he felt the same way how hard are you willing to fight you know what i'm saying yeah
0: yeah and the fact that she supported her husband and she's not that nagging wife and she's not sitting here counting money and she's not here just like you know being a nuisance to him she's being a support system well what can i do to help and at the same time, we also see growth in her character. where You, she's you took trying to grow right
1: out of my mouth. You took the word. Go ahead, though.
0: Where she's trying to grow beyond that housewife franchise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now she has a product line. She has uh, things that she's trying to do. She's still got a little spiciness to her. That makes her Shelby. That's part of her, her character. That's part of her personality. But at the same time, we see her trying to do it a different way. We even see it to a point where Jordan realizes wait a minute you know I might have something with my homegirl right here and she brings her in mm-hmm. and um, makes her a part of the show now the original production meeting and focus group didn't give her high scores on the pilot that they did for the show however she took that feedback back to her friend and I expected Shelby to just totally blow up and start throwing things and cussing and fussing but again she handled it very well and Jordan told her look I'm not firing you I just think that you need to retweak yourself a little bit. And she brought it back and she nailed it.
1: And let me tell you what I, let me tell you what I loved about that as well. I agree 100%. We saw growth in Shelby that she took the criticism. She internalized it. She fixed it. And she, cause she was like, I want this, but here's what I love. I love that friendship between her and Nia Long. Cause that's a real friendship right there. Nia Long was like, listen, this is my homegirl." I want this for her but I also got to preserve my job. I love the fact that she didn't try to skirt it. She didn't she didn't play no games. And cuz that's again, I was kind of waiting for that rom-com type, you know, writing where she's going to lie to her and then she's going to find out she lied and then their friendship is going to blow up. No, she went to her and said, "Girl, they don't like you." And what I also love is that Shelby was like, all right, I get it, you gotta fire me. Like that's that friendship right there that she wasn't like, well, you in charge, you the boss, you my best friend, you wouldn't, you want-
0: she, she didn't she make it was personal. She didn't make it personal.
1: Cool with the decision, like she understood, you have to do what you gotta do and, and I'm okay with it. And, and I love the fact that Nia Long was like, uh-uh, I'm not gonna fire you. We're gonna fix it. Cause I know you can do this. I loved it. I love that this episode out of the three so far, this was my probably one of my favorite. Like if I had to rank them, I would probably rank this number one because I really love the writing in this, like this, right, the writing so far. And I know they're going to probably piss me off at the end, but I mean, you know, different parts, I'm going to say at the end, but at different parts, but the writing in this, they did a really good job of showing in my opinion, healthy relationships. And even, where good relationships start to go left and you say whoa 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 like you can see it but i love that moment because that's some real that's some real friendship right there yeah. like like look i'm I, I want this opportunity for you but you got to fix some things and for her to say okay be willing to 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 you know give it up so i was loving that i was definitely definitely here for all of that
0: if i have uh-huh. to rate this episode for a theme I would think that it would be called Growth. The episode is called Brown Girl Dreaming, but I really think that the episode should have been titled Growth because we see also with the fellas. Let's go back to the best man when they were having their first, the first card game that we saw with them. It was a different vibe. It was a different type of uh, play. It was very
1: catty. Q's character was very catty and petty, looking for some drama.
0: Exactly. But what we see in this version, this card game, we see growth. We see them talking about their personal lives, w- their careers, and all of them were in support of each other. All of them, yeah, were, all them of,
1: were there, yeah. Yep, yep. All of
0: them were there to give their advice and not only their advice, but perspectives from their wives, you know, because Merch was kind of, you know, uh, he's kind of co signing with Harper as far as Harper's vision to want to rebrand himself and grow. And um become a different type of artist. You know, Q talked about his business and his struggles, you know. Right. And then at the same time, Lance is, you know, trying to figure out what he child, wants to do. Lord, right. child.
1: Lance now, Lance at the end decided that he need to go back and play football, which is not the answer.
0: Yeah, I was just getting ready to say the same thing. I don't think the so right, I don't mm-mm. I think it's running right. back to what I'm safe with, running back to what I know. Right, But not really looking deep within myself and say, what else can I do beyond football?
1: Because Right, because I like the idea that um, Jordan gave him about maybe doing a podcast or yeah. um, even him coaching. Like, you think you got all the answers. Because the way you saw the way he was talking to his son, it was sort of aggressive, but he knew what he was talking about.
0: Which takes me back to the whole coach thing. I think that would be a perfect place for him to land. Yeah, you know, because you need that type of aggression when you're coaching athletes, you know. But at the same time, he was speaking truth to his son. But what he lacked in seeing in that conversation was his, his son's disinterest,
1: right? Right? You know? But, but, and I love, you know, I think more and more we're seeing these top tier athletes going into coaching. We've always seen athletes go into coaching, but a lot of times it wasn't the top tier ones it wasn't the ones that made multi-million dollars it was the ones that kind of you know were in the middle a little bit that probably learned a lot because they were in and out and they moved around a lot but now we're starting to see you know ed reed he you know he just became the head coach of you know um uh, morris brown you know of course you know deion sanders um in basketball we're seeing a lot of these former players Jawan howard you know so it's not an unnatural progression and it's definitely a part of what we're kind of seeing now um as it relates to you know sports
0: yeah or they either go to the sportscaster or they go to the sports he
1: tried that he tried to he tried to choke
0: which that wasn't working for him (laughs) which that wasn't working for him that's
1: why a podcast would be great because a podcast he could literally just sit in his living room with a microphone and talk about all the things that are wrong there's a space for that like we know we have the whole there's a space for people who sit around and tell everybody else they're doing it wrong yeah and people will listen to him because he is a former player he is an mvp he does have super bowls you know his character so that's why i thought he was going to do when he was sitting there arguing back at the tv i honestly said oh okay he's going to start a podcast where he can basically just tell everybody that they're wrong you
0: know but when he said i'm
1: going back to play i was like what
0: and that would have been a natural progression for him too because he already brings his own following. He always what? he already brings his own fan base to the table. So it'll be a perfect venue for him to, you know, put his feelings and thoughts out there and actually have engagement from others. Right. But one thing I will say going back to the whole theme of this episode growth, we see growth in everyone else's character but Lance's. So that tells us right there that Lance still needs to grow some more. We still need to see more growth with Lance's character. We see it with everyone else, but we don't see it with Lance. So I, I think agree.
1: now so that I, I agree with.
0: So I think with Lance's character, we still need to see some growth with him. Um, it seems like we're also seeing where Jordan's now starting to experience some level of stress or health issues as it relates to her job. It seems like she's. She's 100% focused on building her career and less focused on self-care. So I think with the headaches, I think we're starting to see where Jordan's going to have some health issues, maybe.
1: Oh, I missed that. Okay. I saw her trying to meditate, but I didn't know. I thought the headache was just co- was connected to her trying to, you know, getting dragged on the Internet and trying to make this show work. But that could be, a, you know, like you said, you see those early signs. So that could very well be...
0: I think that's that's the natural thing to assume that that's what her character is going to experience next because really Jordan doesn't really have much of a storyline until we get to the end of this episode. So I think to bring health issues as it relates to stress and those stress related health issues are sometimes not as visible to us as physical health issues. I agree. So you know the. That's why I was fussing um, at
1: you about all them headaches, but I ain't gonna say that. One. I ain't gonna
0: say but that. But that that's my point. That's my point. <laughs> As a person who recognizes that I take on more, and I don't release more, it builds up to a point yeah. where it starts to affect your health. Whether, it does. That's that's true. Whether it's your uh, sleeping, whether it's your uh, physical, uh, how you feel. So I think that's what we're seeing. I think that was a, a prelude to what we're going to see in episodes to come. That I think Jordan is going to experience some type of health-related issue. It could be a thyroid issue. It could be a migraine issue. Or it could be a bigger issue. But I think the center point of it is, is the stress from her job and the fact that she feels like as a Black woman who's in charge, you know, I have to work harder than most. Right. I have to do more than most, so I think that we are seeing her. We saw it in the first two episodes, even with Will trying to tell her to put the phone down, and she was working while she was on vacation. Yeah. And when they
1: took, when they went with the shaman, that was her, exactly. rever, her revelation when they were on the beach.
0: That she was to work focus more on herself, so
1: work balance. Yeah,
0: when the assistant the
1: other,
0: yeah, when so the was was trying to take care of her, that was the first thing I thought about. I was like, oh yeah, she's gonna have some issues because yeah. of the job.
1: Um, we see, so there's two other kind of, I think, major scenes. One, we saw a scene with Jordan and, um, Harper. Harper. And that was, again, because I, because I think that that's where we're going with the two of them eventually, because of the scene we saw at the beginning. I feel like that was the, you know, you see that they're still very much best friends they're still each other's confident they're still each other's best cheerleaders like he's telling her to go for it she's telling him to go for it and supporting the vision without any hesitation and i think sometimes people i don't think people realize sometimes how hurtful the hesitation can be because you might ultimately be like go for it yeah that's a good idea but it's that hesitation to say well are you sure well, you know you got your family. Well, you know you got your, your wife. Well, you know. Right. But she was like, okay, if you want to change directions, do it. And when she was, you know, talking about the show and stuff, and he was like, don't second guess yourself. Like, your instincts have always worked for you. Like, you didn't get where you were by second guess. And I just think that the two of them would just boom, each other's Just like boom, boom, boom.
0: What we don't see with him and Robin. So I agree with right. you. Right, right. I think we are leaning more towards them building up Jordan and Harper's character are soulmates. And Robin is just a replacement. She's she's a good replacement, but she's not the one. Right. She's not the one for him because you are absolutely right. They are always supportive of each other's endeavors. And they all have, and they both have their own individual goals. But it doesn't seem to conflict with their friendship and their relationship. Like, you know, you wanna try something different? Go for it. I got you. And I think that's exactly where the writing is taking us. I, so I agree with you on that.
1: Yeah. And then the other scene, of course, we see them at the bar Harper, um, um, Quentin, and Merch. And Merch was Lance there too. But we see that. Um, there's a guy that they went to college with was at the bar with them and looks <laughs> aka terry silver <laughs> Terry
0: Silver, my God, we got terry silver back aka
1: terry silver <laughs> if you if you're a power fan you know who we're talking about um looks like there may be something brewing there between him and jordan so we'll we'll see what that takes us into um, um episode four
0: The character's name is Demetrius, and from by all appearances, it seems like the assistant may have invited him out. They were out for like a, you know, a little uh, Thursday type vibe. And the assistant, how the assistant knew who this person was, and how they were connected to Jordan they didn't really make that clear to us. But uh, I think we're going to see something between Jordan and Demetrius because it seems like they may have been college. They may have dated or something back in college or had some type of dealings in the past. And um, I think that they're going to flush that out in the next couple episodes. And I really hope that they don't spend too much time because I don't like Terry Silver's character. <laughs> I don't like the actor myself. Uh, if they would have casted someone else to be that, uh, person, I may have been more interested, and I guess because we've been invested in seeing where this Will character was going to go with her, the goddess. Yeah, she I was home. like, "Where's Will?"
1: Because he yeah. said, didn't he say he lived in New York.
0: He said he had business from time to time in New York. Okay, so, so maybe so, we haven't
1: seen the last of them.
0: Maybe we haven't, but that I just want to
1: know what he whispered in her ear that scared her, because I, was... <laughs> he I just want to know what he into that made her be like, oh, nah, we good?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some bondage? <laughs>
1: right. Maybe he into some kink and she was like, nah, I'm I don't good. I so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, But that would have been nice to see Will show up and um, see where that would have gone because they've given us a bit of a, uh, interest there uh, even though I don't think that, that like I said in the last episode I don't think that those two are compatible per se but it would have been nice to see them have a little romance or do a little casual dating or something like that and to see how she and him would have interacted but I guess we're going to see what this uh, Demetrius character is going to bring I guess. I guess the last thing I want to talk about in this episode is, uh, what do you think is next? What do you what do you foresee happening next, based off of what we see? Well, today? I definitely
1: see Lance bombing in the NFL. I don't know if he even makes it to a team, um, or if he gets out of training camp or gets off the bench. But I definitely that. I mean, we've seen that we've seen that before. We've seen athletes unretire, come back. And some of them are successful for a minute, but the position that he plays, I, a running back, we see, I mean, the average life of a running back in the NFL is like five or six years anyway, as you know, on that top level. I don't know. I mean, I definitely see that bombing. Um, I, I feel like Harper's first book isn't going to do that great because his he has to create a whole new fan base. People who read rom-com romance novels generally generally aren't the people who read baldwin now i'm the type of person i read all of it but generally you have you have your you have your groups so i see i see all of them maybe taking a dip let me say that because i see i see harper kind of falling off a little bit i think obviously he gets back but I, i see that not going well in the beginning um I think um, Regina's character, I think she's successful in, you know, getting her Ph.D., but I think her and Munch kind of are going to have to hit a crossroads because um, I think they're going to clash in that, okay, we've been running, running, running. You've been on your career track. I've been playing Mr. Mom. Boom. I think something's going to give there. I don't know what's going to happen with Quentin and Shelby, but I don't think anything. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, speaking of Quentin and Shelby, one thing I did like, and it goes back to the whole growth thing, I really love how he supported her when she was kind of reticent about uh, how she's going to do in the next filming for the show. Right. He was was like, you got this. He was totally supportive of that. And that was so unexpected of his character. I really expected his character to come in and say, why are you wasting your time with this? You need to stick to the reality thing. You know, that's what you're good at, screaming and hollering and everything. But he really encouraged her to introduce the world to the the side of Shelby that I fell in love with. So, I really really appreciated that scene between the two of them because even though they have been presented to us as the most toxic relationship, they seem to have the most stability in their relationship as far as in supporting each other's uh natural progression because you know quentin we saw this with quentin in the uh last few installments and even up to the last few episodes quentin didn't really have a career he was all over the place he was trying to do a music thing he was trying to do photography you know now that he's um um full time in the family business we're seeing a different side of Quentin that we haven't seen previously and that's the business side of quitting and him running a, a multi-million dollar um a company and at the same time being a supportive husband and not that playboy that's out here you know uh hitting every woman that uh he comes in contact with we really mm-hmm. see him growing as a husband and as a businessman so i really appreciated that and i really appreciated how shelby took that advice from her friend and her husband, and she went back and we saw when she did the next taping, she nailed it. Mm-hmm. So I think what we're going to see next with them is more of that. I think we're going to see more of those two characters growing to be that true power couple. Because right now, uh, it ain't Harper and Robin. <laughs> it, 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 it could be Merch and Candace, but on a different level. Uh, with Quentin and um, Shelby, they're in the public eye. So uh, they're truly growing to be that power couple. And I don't think that they're going to let the things from their past or anything come between their marriage. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what's next for the the two of them.
1: I agree. I'm here for
0: it. I'm here for it too. So uh, we'll be back uh, later on this week with episode four. Uh, If you're watching this on the replay, catch us on Wednesday at 8 PM. We're going to talk about riches
1: yes
0: um, we'll be doing a live on riches so i want y'all to come and check that out if you haven't you got a little time now to go ahead and uh, go to amazon prime and watch riches it's what six episodes yes
1: yeah, it's, it's a quick watch it's only six episodes and it's really it's a really good show
0: yes and so uh we'll be back uh live with you guys on wednesday at 8 p.m eastern talk about riches and uh, we'll get another episode out of best man the final chapters probably later towards the end of the week uh, we'll get you episode four out so uh, we appreciate it make sure you like comment we want to talk about it we to continue these conversations share the video out and we'll see you guys later on this week really be you got anything else you want to add Mark? Mm, no um no
1: nothing I can think of off the top of my head
0: All right, guys. Come on back.
1: Come
0: on back. Come on back. (laughs) Come on back. All right. We'll see you guys later on this week.